Chapter Twelve of Cotto. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Summer Days. Cotto, being Japanese curios with sundry cobwebs by Lafcadio Hearn. Chapter Twelve. Hekegani. In various countries, of which the peoples appear strange to us, by reason of beliefs, ideas, customs, and arts having nothing in common with our own, there can be found something in the nature of the land, something in its flora or fauna, characterized by a corresponding strangeness. Probably, the relative queerness of the exotic nature in such regions helped more or less to develop the apparent oddity of the exotic mind, National differences of thought or feeling should not be less evolutionally interpretable than the forms of vegetables or of insects, and, in the mental evolution of a people, the influence of environment upon imagination must be counted as a factor. These reflections were induced by a box of crabs sent me from the province of Choshu, crabs possessing that very same quality of grotesqueness which we are accustomed to think of as being peculiarly Japanese. On the backs of these creatures there are bossings and depressions that curiously simulate the shape of a human face, a distorted face, a face modeled in relief as a Japanese craftsman might have modeled it in some moment of artistic whim. Two varieties of such crabs, nicely dried and polished, are constantly exposed for sale in the shops of Akamagaseki, better known to foreigners by the name of Shimonoseki. They are caught along the neighboring stretch of coast called Dan-no-ura, where the great clan of Heke, or Taira, were exterminated in a naval battle seven centuries ago by the rival clan of Genji, or Minamoto. Readers of Japanese history will remember the story of the imperial nun Ni-no-ama, who in the hour of that awful tragedy composed a poem and then leaped into the sea with the child emperor Antoku in her arms. Now the grotesque crabs of this coast are called hekegani, or heke crabs, because of a legend that the spirits of the drowned and slaughtered warriors of the heke clan assume such shapes, and it is said that the fury or the agony of the death struggle can still be discerned in the faces upon the backs of the crabs. But to feel the romance of this legend, you should be familiar with the old pictures of the fight of Dan no Ura. Old colored prints of the armored combatants, with their grim battle masks of iron and their great fierce eyes. The smaller variety of crab is known simply as a heke crab, hekegani. Each hekegani is supposed to be animated by the spirit of a common heke warrior only, an ordinary samurai. But... The larger kind of crab is also termed taishogani, chieftain crab, or tatsugashira, dragon helmet, and all taishogani, or tatsugashira, are thought to be animated by ghosts of those great heike captains, who bore upon their helmets monsters unknown to western heraldry, and glittering horns, and dragons of gold. I got a Japanese friend to draw for me the two pictures of Hekegani herewith reproduced, and I can vouch for their accuracy. But I told him that I could not see anything resembling a helmet, either in his drawing of the Tatsugashira, nor in the original figure upon the back of the crab, 
Can you see it? I asked. Why, yes, somewhat like this, he answered, making the following sketch. Well, I can make out part of the headgear, I said. But that outline of yours is not according to facts, and that face is vapid as the face of the moon. Look at the nightmare on the back of the real crab. End of chapter 12 Recording by Summer Days